Social Noise, the podcast of experimental art, science, sex, philosophy, politics, social media, and behavior. Number 4. Podcast Topic. Death isn't negative. There is a theoretical afterlife in many forms but not the one we were indoctrinated to believe. Currently, there is no substantial evidence of a religious afterlife or consciousness after death. When I speak of evidence, it is important to understand that our feelings, documents from antiquity, and senses are not as reliable in making an accurate analysis than the process of unbiased scientific examination. Therefore, I do not count religious experience, a person's objective word promise, or faith as reliable evidence for an afterlife. It is actually one of wishful and egotistical thought process which we adopted through the many years, roughly 350,000, of psychological evolution. Given that the human race as a whole is a selfish and materialistic culture that has relied so heavily on intuition for survival, it makes sense that we carry these traits with us today, even though they are irrational. We have simply evolved out of it but are still susceptible to its temptations and limitations. I should also express that most people do not understand the word theory. Theory is a term used to explain and show consistent proof through statistical data of the behavior of a hypothetical process. This process needs to work consistently and predictably every single time the experiment is tested at random in order for it to be considered a theory. The experiments are always controlled to determine consistent results and as many situations are put through as many trials as possible. This process is not fast but has created the body of knowledge of many scientists with constant stringent peer review. So remember, if you think of an idea about why something is the way it is, if you can't prove it with substantial factual evidence then, it is a hypothesis, not a theory. We exist in a physical world after death. When we die, the body starts the process of decomposition. It starts when the brain has become inactive, our temperature begins to drop to the environmental temperature, while our blood settles, and bacteria grows in our joints causing rigor mortis. At this point our cells start to break down into nutrients that feed the cycle of our biosphere of finite matter. Through this natural nutrient cycle, the form you once were returns to feed new organic life. Looking at this process as an afterlife is transformative and extremely beautiful. When you die, your matter recycles to create new life, therefore you are a part of the cyclic landscape of the, the natural universe. This is a scientific explanation of reincarnation but do know, it is reincarnation in a selfless process. Maybe the reincarnation myth of the Buddhists is a poetic metaphor for the nutrient cycle. Is this an afterlife? In a direct sense, yes. We exist in a spiritual world after death. If we look at the fact that many people alive talk and reminisce about their loved ones, we can count this as factual data. If we did an experiment and asked someone about a person they knew who is gone, they will tell you about their memories of them. Even though memories are not considered scientific evidence, we can conclude that people do talk about memories and their memories include their loved ones. This is how we exist after death, through our legacy. Is this an afterlife? Arguably, yes because a part of you, history of experiences, resonated metaphorically in others enough for them to keep a very small part of your memory alive, but unless you are Johann Sebastian Bach, your memory will eventually fade. This is not in any sense negative because we are not the most important thing existing in the universe, we are just part of the process, and that is profound. The most likely afterlife. The afterlife is real, 
but it is one of selflessness and one that you will never know. Your afterlife will be in the form of organic regeneration, memories in the people you knew, and the legacy you leave behind. After all it is your organic return to the earth, fond or bad memories, and your legacy that will be the honor of your death. Not a $1,000 chemical bath, for a $6,000 airtight casket, for a $1,000 2 hours viewing service, for a $2,000 30-minute burial ceremony, with a $2,000 indestructible tombstone, on a $3,000 3x6 foot plot of land, paid to a salesman using the unevolved and archaic irrational view of death against your wallet. Where does our consciousness go? Nowhere, because your consciousness may be infinite since it cannot perceive nothing. After death without a brain to compute data, our ability to see, hear, smell, taste, touch and think disappears. This means that if there is no perception after death then, we will not know we are dead. If we do not know we are dead then, our current perception of the now is infinite, and will never end, to our perception. Since the only evidence of life after death is the recycling of our organic elements and temporary transfer of our memories, it seems highly likely that death is an end of our individual perception. Therefore if you only know life because you perceive it, we will not know death giving us an infinite perception of the now where we can experience a never-ending heaven, hell, or both. The age of technology and our digital immortality, with new technology that is currently able to store data at levels that are accelerating exponentially, it will someday be possible to upload the data of our individual brains into a computer. With this advancement in technology, we will then be able to have a simulated life after death. Will we be conscious? Probably not but, the AI that is used for this simulation may think it is. We will never be able to tell. Is this a good thing? Yes and no. This technology will allow us to send our digital selves on extended missions to other galaxies, extend our knowledge of our ancestors and the universe, learn faster, and technically exist forever. But why should we exist forever? If you knew you would exist forever, you may have no reason to strive for your passions, you would dismiss the beauty of the time we have on this planet, and ultimately turn life into some sort of materialistic product. A simulation is not life, it is an imitation. In closing, I think that death is the most important subject to consider as soon as possible if not now. By doing this, you will start to understand what is actually important to you, and what you may need to do or change to honor it. Death is not an end but a transfer of organic matter that creates new life and a knowledge or legacy left behind for others to use. But as the conclusion we reached above states, death is the end of the perceptive ego and that regeneration is selfless, it is evident that you don't wait to do what you think is important because it will never come. If you do not consider death, you will exist in fear of it. However, the unknown is always terrifying but, when you have thought it through, you will have a new perspective. You will realize that death is a part of life just as birth, and we can choose to see it as a positive or negative. Some instances of death are of negative nature with sadness as a natural consequence, but you know, life goes on and will continue to do so for as long as it can. In this instance of a sad death, it is crucial for you and others to move on and honor their memory with truth. After all, there is no controlling nature and holding on to a sadness of an uncontrollable situation is irrational. Many philosophers have said that death is the only dance you will dance alone but I argue, you are a part of the universe, therefore we are not separate from it, making it impossible to be alone. If you are lucky enough to exist into your 60s while having had the full spectrum of beauty and terror that life will give, I consider that a happy death. 
If you are aware that you will die from a disease, I say, happy death, because you will never have to worry anymore, you will have no stress, you will have no bills, and you were able to taste the flavors of what it is to be alive. If you consider death now, you will not be afraid at this moment of mystery, but you will be welcoming of the unknown, which I call, enlightenment. Thank you for listening. Social Noise, the podcast of, experimental art, science, sex, philosophy, politics, social media, and behavior. If you would like to support this podcast, you can become a patron on our Patreon simply by searching, Joshua Caro on the Patreon website, and by supporting us, you will receive great rewards, including experimental music, art, access to all of my live performances, and much more. Thank you for joining me and I'd love to hear your comments, questions, or even subjects for a future podcast topic.